She's a real woman with a real life. She's someone you can relate to. Dawn Newton. Hey, welcome to the Dawn Newton Podcast. I am your host, Dawn Newton. You know, when it comes to your goals, whether they're related to developing a sustainable relationship with food, jumpstarting a fitness routine, shooting for a number on the scale, or tackling a health issue, how you think always influences everything you do. Having the right mindset is key to any successful change in behavior, but it's also the most neglected element of making healthy changes and setting goals. For more than a decade, Noom has leveraged the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health. With a powerful combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching, the company's behavior change platform has helped millions of people meet their personal health and wellness goals. Now, the innovative team behind Noom presents their first book, The Noom Mindset, Learn the Science, Lose the Weight. And it's just in time to kickstart healthy habits in the new year. Dr. Michaelitis, how are you? I'm doing okay. How about yourself? I'm doing well. It's great to talk with you. I love what we're talking about today. We're talking about the new mindset, learn the science, lose the weight. Um, It's the book that's out. I think we're pretty well familiar with Noom. It's been um, publicized and people are reporting, rave reports, I should say, about how it's helping them get healthy, lose weight. But talking about the philosophy behind the new mindset is what we're talking about today. And I appreciate this opportunity. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's great to talk to you. So let's talk about that because I think that is something that we don't, you know, we're wanting to get healthy, whether it's lose weight, firm up, whatever it is, changing that lifestyle, getting off the couch, changing our day-to-day routine, you know, passing the, the coffee stores in opposed, let's just drink water or some type of change in our life. It does take a mental effort to do that. You've got to think about it because we do get into ruts and routines that we don't realize we've gotten into. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it, it's um, changing your behavior is hard. It, it, it requires a bunch of um, a bunch of work, and, uh, and and at times it is things that your brain and your body doesn't want you to do because it is comfortable in in patterns and and, and routines. So, um, so you're absolutely right. It is a lot of work, um, and it's uh, difficult for for most people. Let's talk about the, you know, the behavioral science, the philosophy behind the new mindset. Talk to us about that. So what we've done uh, with the new mindset is we basically took, um, you know, the past 14 years of, uh, of experimentation, of, uh, you know, adapting what science uh, has put out there into the, um, into the program, into the app. And just really writing it down, you know, taking the best of what we learned and writing it down. And so a lot of, of what you'll find in there is, is just concepts in psychology that are used to educate the reader on what might be going on. Uh, it talks about different like patterns that you might fall into or see. And once you have this knowledge, the idea is that you can start to potentially think about yourself differently and think about your thinking, thinking about your thinking as well um, in order to uh, to help you make uh, some of those uh, meaningful, meaningful changes. So, um, so it's basically writing down uh, a lot of the stuff that we've learned over the years. Well, it is. It's just kind of being, staying present and being aware, setting your intention, which I think is something that we, we I think we all strive to do that, but there's so many things that, that we either allow or inadvertently get in our way for whatever reason. You know, as, as a clinical psychologist, I mean, you've been doing this for over 15 years with behavioral change experience. Is there something that stands out to you regarding 
the behavior um, when it comes to weight loss or making changes? Is there something that we all share in common or is it really specific to each individual? You know, there are some things that are, there are some things that are shared by, by people and there are some things that are very personalized and very specific. So I think everyone's relationship to, um, to their lifestyle is extremely personal, extremely custom, and it, it, it gets shaped throughout all of our experiences throughout our whole entire life. So, so there is really a lot of, of personalization there in understanding your own journey. The, the, the things that I would say are more applicable to other people are some of these broader concepts of, you know, maybe how the brain works, you know, the fact that changing behavior is difficult um, and those things. I mean, those are common threads and common uh, obstacles that, you know, no matter what your personal journey looks like, you will probably face along the way. But oftentimes it doesn't actually feel that way. It feels like you're going through it alone and it feels very specific uh, to you. So, um, so there is in some cases power in knowing, you know, that, that some of these things are, are really very normal, a very normal part of the process. But at the same time, the way you apply it to yourself is really, really, really personal. Well, when somebody's wanting to navigate improving on their personal health and their goals, what are some strategies and tools that we can use where sometimes it's to make those changes, we don't want to give up that warm sugary cup in the morning. It's like our best friend. I mean, there's the psychology in it. You know, is our body really craving it? Maybe because sugar gets us craving things. But at the same time, we're looking forward to that companionship, which is kind of interesting because I've fallen into that trap myself. When I have to go on a road trip for work, I want that coffee beside me (laughs) to keep me company. But, you know, how do we actually recognizing that and then changing that. I mean, that's yeah. the psychology part that I think is kind of fascinating. Yeah. I mean, and I think also the, you know, the, the even the idea that you shouldn't have something or you should limit yourself, you know, in, in, in some way that, that feels icky. It feels not so great <laughs> to have that autonomy taken away from you. You know, the moment you say, I can't have something, that's probably the moment you want it even more. Um, and so even the, the thought that, you know, if you're trying to you know, lose weight, you're going to do something that is not sustainable. That's not a thought that I would say, that, that's not something that I would say is, is probably the best way of, of going for it. If you are, are trying to decrease a specific meal or do something different for a specific, like it sounded like there was a sugary drink, experimenting with other drinks might be one way, one way to do it or building that drink in to your normal routine or doing it a, a little bit differently um, could, could, be the, could be the way to go. But I would never, I would say that depriving yourself or feeling deprived is actually not the kind of state of mind that you want to be in uh, for lasting, uh, lasting behavioral change. But just even taking a giant step back and thinking about changing your behavior, I think the, 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 the really underestimated thing is, is starting small starting really, 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 really small and not, you know, going from one day to the next, you know, overhauling everything in, in your life. And when you start small to also, you know, set something that is very um, measurable, like a very measurable and objective attainable goal. So we actually, we actually have a, a term that we didn't make up this term, but it's a term that we really like to use, which is setting a SMART goal, um, which, which is an acronym for uh, specific, measurable, achievable, uh, relevant, and, and time-bound. Um, and so setting really um, achievable uh, SMART goals, uh, rel- you know, set, setting these SMART goals and, and small goals and building on that can sometimes be like the difference between 
finding that meaningful uh, behavior change uh, uh, versus Versus not. Well, you said something, too, is that we don't like to be told no. And if we're going to start, like, we feel like we're being deprived. Sure. Or, um, and then in addition to that, we may feel like, well, I've, you know, I've done something wrong. I've, I'm too heavy. I've done this. Or, you know, we kind of get into that mindset where we, that's a punishment. And then, of course, we all turn into three-year-olds sure. at the time, no matter how much of an adult we are. <laughs> and you know, we dig in our heels. But it is, but if you do look at it differently and realize this is for my health, this is for my longevity, the sugar or the white flour or whatever, those cravings will subside, but you will go through a withdrawal when you've, if you've been consuming too much of it. You know, Noom has been really successful and that new mindset is really fascinating in the approach, learn the science, lose the weight. Who is this book for? Who do you want reading this? Yeah, this book, this book applies to, um, to anyone really. It, it, it's really applies to, to, to anyone. Um, and it's, it's, it goes above and beyond even uh, you know weight loss. If you're looking to change your behavior to, um, uh, or, or if you're looking to uh, modify something in your life uh, to positively impact your health, there's a lot of value that you can get out of that. Um, it's a great companion for somebody who is already a new subscriber, and, and it's also fine if you're not. Uh, you know, the, the the lessons and the information in there is it, you know could be relevant to to all people. So. Um, so yeah, it, it's applicable to, to most people. And it's 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 a lifestyle change. It's not it's not a quick fix. This isn't a fad. This is something Definitely to take not. you through the rest of your life if if that's what you choose. That's exactly right. It's it's a, it, this is looked at as a as a lifestyle change. Um, this is not like a you know anything temporary or this is like a it's a lifelong journey. Um, so absolutely, that's absolutely right. Well, and, and as it says, and even in our talking points, that having the right mindset is key to any successful change in behavior. I mean, if you think about it, you know, whether it's your employment, whether you decide to move, relationships, you know, even purchasing a vehicle, or, or how many aspects in our life, the day-to-day stuff that our attitude or how we look at things impacts our decisions and whether or not those decisions sure. serve us or not. So this is, I, I just really appreciate this approach to it. You know, when people talk about, they talk about thought distortion, how do we know that we have them and how do we overcome them? Yeah, that's a great question. So I, I think when it, when it comes to something like a, a thought distortion, um, it, you know, number one, putting a label on them is really is really important. So just even seeing what, what are some different types of thought distortions and, and I, I'm labeling them is, is a very difficult task because sometimes thoughts are, are they feel so a part of us, you know, they're, they, and we believe not only they feel like they're a part of us, but like many times we might have a thought about something and then automatically we believe that thought. Um, and so just the process of slowing that down, labeling your thought, viewing your thought as, you know, something that you don't necessarily have to believe um, is is extremely difficult, but extremely extremely powerful um, powerful to do. So I would say the, the the kind of the biggest first step when it comes to um, identifying uh, thought distortions is to is to number one view them and label them as they're as they're happening, and then to to distance yourself from them. And, and you could do that in a, a variety of different ways. There are reframing techniques. There are other distancing techniques where. Even just labeling, like I'm having, give you, I'll give you like a, an example, you know, that I've, I've seen people use that's been really, really helpful. If you say to yourself, I am no good, that is very different than saying, I'm having the thought that I am no good. 
just by even the, adding the word, I'm having the thought that uh, I am no good, just changes the whole energy or the vibe around that thought in and of itself. And so, so that's the kind of that's the kind of flavor of some of these. Uh, interventions or some of these things that we, we like to we like to do. Well, also wondering, you know, when you do have those negative thoughts, is like, where did that come from? Is it is that really how I see myself, or is it how someone else has perceived me and put that in me? Is that you know whose voice is that really that I'm unfortunately listening sure. to and getting in my way? Peeling back those layers are so important. As far as success rate or when people, you know, when we want to make a lifestyle change, whether it is weight or other areas of our life, we're pretty impatient. How quickly, or do we need to be patient? How do we realistically look at that? I mean, that's a mindset as well. If, if I don't get immediate act- return on my investment, meaning giving up the sugar cup or whatever it is, you know, this isn't working. I'm just not meant to be healthy. You know, that's a really good question. And it's also the, what is, how do you define, how do you define success uh, uh, specifically? Uh, you know, we, we have seen that when, when somebody has an unrealistic weight loss expectation, they'll, they're likely to do worse than somebody who has a more realistic weight loss expectation. Success actually increases as you potentially modify an unrealistic expectation to uh, to a more realistic expectation. So yeah, so it, 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 you're right. I mean, and we've been conditioned in many ways in the society that you know things should happen really quickly. Um, you know, you'll you do something and you're gonna let's say everything is gonna change. You're gonna drop a hundred pounds or something. You know, completely unrealistic and 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 that. You know that is uh, that is something that can absolutely get in the in the way. But health looks health is very different. Health looks health looks different in, in in many 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 ways. And so what we try to do at Noom is you know this is definitely not going to be a, a, a quick fix. It's more like a sustainable lifestyle change that you can carry with you for for forever. You know some of my favorite stories are are for people who uh, are, are of our numers who start off and say yeah I want to lose an X amount of weight. You know. Uh, but at the end of the, the, the new journey, uh, one of the things that we hear is that, you know, maybe I didn't lose like, you know, this unrealistic number that I wanted to in the beginning, but I've gained so many other things like self-esteem and, and you know, these other skills that I'm able to, to use when navigating my, my environment. And I, I think those are a lot more powerful and transferable than just, uh, you know, pounds, for example. Well, yeah, there's lots of measurables that come with that. I mean, just maybe in just how you're feeling because you're eating healthier. You know, of course. Your body, the metabolism, how your body responds to things. You know, there, there's so much that does play a factor in weight loss and weight gain that I don't think that we quite appreciate. We just look at a number on a scale or the size of our pants. Do you think that making weight loss a New Year's resolution, which seems to be the number one, is that a healthy (laughs) mindset? You know, we just kind of joke and laugh at each other. Yes, I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to do this. You know, January 1, we're all at the gym. Nobody can get on a treadmill. And then it starts to kind of, you know, die off as we get wet towards March or so. What is your thoughts about that or, or thoughts that maybe we should have about that? Yeah, I mean, I won't say, you know, it's not to, on me to say if it's, you know, healthy or not. I would say that, that there's nothing magical about January 1. <laughs> um, I think I think we like to think about it as being a, a, a natural reset point in, in the year. Uh, but there, there's nothing really magical about January 1. And, you know, you can start to do to do anything, you know, not not only weight loss, like something that, that helps you lead a healthier life at any point in time with in the year, um, but the, the kind of the deeper thing that I'm just calling out from what you're saying is that 
there are these patterns that we fall into. We, we, you know, we start something in one month and then, you know, we kind of fall off, you know, later on in, in another month. And I think the deeper thing to think about there is just that we, there are these patterns. There are these patterns that we, we fall into in many areas of our lives. And oftentimes changing our behavior is recognizing those specific patterns and uh, making meaningful changes to, to kind of break those uh, or change those habits and patterns. You just said a word that I found interesting, meaningful changes. Sure. Add add some more to that because I know we're like, I just need to eat better. I just need to quit doing this. But we don't necessarily make it meaningful. It's just a yes or no, that's good, that's bad type of choice or thought process. Right. And, and even thinking through the good and, 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 and bad, I mean, there's no, there's no nothing good or bad about, you know, food in and of itself. Um, but oftentimes, even just ditching some of those labels can be extremely, extremely, um, extremely powerful. Um, a, a meaningful, a meaningful change in your behavior can also be the way you, the way you even think about yourself in relation to these things. And, and, and so being a lot more kind to yourself. Um, other things that we talk about is, uh, as part of the program, is thinking about your why. Like, what is the why? Why are you doing this? Right? Is it because it's January one, um, and you know society tells you like you know you should lose weight on January one, um, or is there like something deeper, a deeper context that uh, that you're you're going around uh, that that is much more powerful. Uh, you know that you will keep in mind, and that is much more powerful when things maybe get a, a little bit more a little bit more difficult. So, so I actually think about you know assigning meaning to to actions um, and giving them that context because it could really be the difference between you know falling off uh, and and not achieving your goals or, or achieving your goals. Well, and I think too also is realizing and accepting and making it part of your mindset and your goal, your intention is to realize that you will you will have a hiccup in there. You know, it's you know what we have Valentine's Day, we've got birthdays, we've got all kinds of things coming up that it's like oh if I have that I I I just ruined my entire efforts and it's like no you didn't <laughs> just get back on forgive yourself yeah. going but expect to have those moments and be okay with it because that's just living life that is living life i mean if, if you if you went to work and had a bad day at work um would you quit your job on your first you know and only bad day at work or your second you know we probably all have had bad days but it doesn't mean that we you know we'll quit we'll quit our jobs and and you're right it is it is actually part of the process as opposed to a, a deviation uh, fr- from the process. So, so yeah, that's a very, yeah, absolutely right. Dr. Michaelitis, I really appreciate this opportunity to speak with you. The new mindset, learn the science, lose the weight. Where can we find the book, learn more about Noom, the mindset, your work? Where would you like us to go? Yeah, so you can, uh, the book is available anywhere you can purchase books or audio books. Um, you can also uh, go to Noom's website and, you know, noom.com slash book. There's, you know, a link there as well. Uh, but basically anywhere you can buy a book or an audio book is where you can find the book. Well, again, I appreciate this time, this opportunity. Thank you and happy new year. Thank you. Happy new year to you too. It was great talking with you today. Hey, thanks for listening to the Don Newton podcast and a special thank you to my guest, Andreas Michaelitis, Chief of Psychology at Noom. Andreas joined us today to discuss the book, The New Mindset, Learn the Science, Lose the Weight. For more information, Noom.com. And be sure and check out my website, DawnNewton.com. The Don Newton Podcast is written, produced, and hosted by Don Newton.